Teresa Shaver and Zara Mahoon are co-hosts of the Unlimited Life podcast show. Zara has been a teacher of the Law of Attraction for over 10 years and Teresa an avid student. Together we will share questions, queries, strategies and tools and advice on using the Law of Attraction to benefit you in your life and your business. In today's episode we're going to talk about how to deal with negative self-talk. Stay tuned and join us. So today, Zara and I are going to talk about how to stop negative self-talk. It's common. I would say that close to 100% of people like to do it. Very few people are, well, that's wrong to say that very few people are probably triumphing through that because there's a lot of very successful people Mm -hmm. who I'm sure those negative thoughts, they've had them at some point, but they've overcome them. We're going to talk about that today. So I think negative self-talk can stop us in our business and our life in sports and relationships and just about everything. It stops us from reaching for more. True. Tell us, how, what do you, how do you think we can get rid of this and, and deal with it? As in anything, the first thing is to know what you're doing that is negative. See, if, if we had that realization that we were being negative, then we wouldn't be negative. So that realization has to kick in first. And one of the ways that realization kicks in is when people start understanding how powerful their thoughts and their emotions are in creating their reality. And they start understanding the fact that the only reason things are not happening for them the way they want them is because they are not thinking their thoughts in the way that they should be. Accepting that is a really, really important first step. The second really, really important step is knowing that you have complete responsibility for everything that happens to you. No one has ever done anything to you that you did not allow because of your vibration. The only thing that prevents us from getting what we want is our own vibration, and we are the only ones who control it. So you have to accept these two things before you can start changing your self-talk because that starting point is so important in telling you where you want to go. What I teach in the course Heart and Mind Alignment Method is that you change your self-talk by aligning your heart and your mind. The problem that happens for most of us is that when a desire is born, it is born out of what our heart desires. And soon as that desire is born, the mind gets a hold of it and starts finding loopholes. You can't have this because of this, 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 this. It's not going to work out because this, 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 this. There develops a gap between the mind and the heart. The mind is going in one way and the heart is going in the opposite direction. That is what pulls us apart. That is where when people are feeling pain, emotional pain, that's where it's coming from because they don't see things as being possible. So what you have to do is that's where you change your self-talk. And the way you do it is by starting to look at things from the point of view of source. Because as far as source is concerned, everything is possible. So I have benchmarks. My benchmarks are a couple of affirmations that I have. You could say affirmations or beliefs. One of them is all things are possible. The second one is when I ask, it is always vibrationally given. It is always given every time. 
so if you have these two beliefs then the thing that happens is something comes out of your mouth you stop and you say oh but i believe this and now what i'm saying is it doesn't jive there's no my what i'm saying is contradicting what i want to believe i want to believe that i'm worthy of all good things but what i just said is not it doesn't coordinate with that yeah so then you start changing your self talk so you have a benchmark and you compare what you're saying with that benchmark that's what that benchmark is what tells you uh, whether or not your heart and your mind are aligned and really we cannot achieve anything without heart and mind alignment it is the key to manifesting everything that we want and sometimes when we get separated from those goals is because we're in our heads and not in our hearts at all exactly the three beliefs that i think are absolutely core are first of all i am worthy of all good things when i ask it is vibrationally given and all things are possible if you go and you know you see something and you want it and then the thought comes oh you can't have that you can't have it because you don't have enough money or whatever it's not going to look nice on you it's so beautiful but you don't have the figure for it then what you have to remind yourself is hmm this thought that i'm thinking it's just a negative belief and this negative belief opposes my core belief that i am worthy of all good things so i'm going to discard this thought this thought is actually not worthy of me because i am worthy of all good things it does make sense but i will say that i think i fall into this trap i'll give you an example so i want to lose some weight what i can't line up is my actions and my thoughts i still go back to the why do i even bother i've done this so many times and it's not working so you know when you say those words then you are going in opposition to the core belief that when i ask it is vibrationally given so if you want to lose weight it's already vibrationally given now all you need to do is to believe that that is so and that whatever is manifested vibrationally will manifest physically provided you stay positive that's all so if you go along with that thought then you've added more momentum to the mind which thought the positive thought you mean no when you add more momentum to the negative thought and you say oh i've done these things before and they've never worked why am i even wasting my time you're now adding negative momentum and you're going with the with the mind heart and mind alignment means we have to convince our mind that what the heart wants is possible because everything is possible so everything that you want is possible it's just about having that's what we call faith that's what all trust is it's about believing that what you want is possible provided you don't get in the way you get in the way when you talk in opposition to your core beliefs those are supposed to be our core beliefs that when we ask it is given We've, as we've said before we have separated our heart and mind and that's why we have this argument inside exactly um you mentioned one thing earlier you talked about source and i don't think it's a concept we've introduced before people say source universe god i don't know which what what are all three and tell us more all three are the same basically there is a place something is responsible for all the energy in the world because when you boil it down 
to the atomic level, there, the particles inside an atom are moving at a very high speed. Where does that energy come from, right? Energy only changes form. It does not go away. And so what I call source, and a lot of people call the universe, or, you know, in the past we've called said God, or whatever other word we use, is, I think, a reference to that energy. That energy is what creates worlds. Everything in our physical world is created out of matter, and matter is just a form of energy. Static energy is matter. Matter in movement, matter that has momentum, is energy. So basically, my concept of source is that Source is like a collective consciousness. What I mean by that is that it's like an ocean, an ocean of souls. And so souls rise from the ocean as tides rise from the ocean and run towards the beach, which is their, you know, that's their lifespan. And then they recede back into the ocean. That's basically our lifetime. We rise from this source, which is like an ocean. We are like a wave that then recedes back when our life is over, back into the ocean. So that is why we are always connected to the ocean because the wave doesn't run away from the ocean. It's always connected. And so in that way, we are all connected to each other because we are all connected to the ocean. Yeah, esoteric. Yeah, for sure. But the fact remains that the universe works on very definitive principles. Wishes are not granted on an arbitrary basis. There is a system that creates manifestation. And that system basically is what we call the law of attraction, right? But the energy that powers everything is what we call source. Um, I think I'm going to link to some show notes on this. I like Dr. Joe Dispenza has a really good example which makes it easy for people to understand because he uses science. He uses the science being a doctor, but he also says exactly what you yes. just said. So for another perspective, I will include that in the note. Mm -hmm. And then for people leaving, I'd love to just reiterate those three beliefs, which are, I am worthy of all good things. All things are possible. And when I ask, it is always given. And I think those are really great affirmations for anybody to use because it just opens the doors to possibility. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Good. So thank you, Zara. We're going to close off this episode and we look forward to speaking to you soon. Fantastic. Bye thank for you. now. Thank you for joining us this week on the Unlimited Life podcast. Zara and I were happy to have you here. I will put in the show notes some more resources for you to refer to, but join us at her website, zedmahoon.com or even on the Facebook page, Unlimited Life. Law of Attraction Facebook group where we have many discussions around the Law of Attraction and its application into your life. Thank you for being with us today, listening to this episode. If you liked what you heard, please give us a review and join us again as you unfold a beautiful life. <music>